We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, you always wonder sometimes what life's like for a pro ball player. I know we get weird things sent to us in the mail. Matter of fact, uh, when we were going on vacation, our listeners sent Evan and I these little, like, dwarf dolls. Of ourselves. Remember I showed you? Yes. Strange, right? Very, very strange. Yeah, actually, I put it, I think I put it out on Twitter, so it should be out there. Uh, that being said... Though the one for you was pretty accurate. I mean, it was a Cabbage Patch doll, the bald, bald one, b- yeah. the bald baby. Yeah. And it looks just like Craig. So and a Yankee I, jersey. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron Boone said it was hot. Um, and then he gave me the fist again. It was weird. Um, <laughs> that being said, J.J. Watt uh, was re- re- retelling a story that the strangest piece of mail he ever got in his career was a taxidermied badger. So somebody killed a badger, stuffed it. Because of his Wisconsin days? I guess, and then sent <laughs> is, it to him. Is that the- I said, here, you're probably like this, a dead badger. <laughs> Maybe you put it up uh, in front of your fireplace or something. Now, here's my question. Are you sure that was a compliment? Do you keep it? Yeah, but I, I don't think that's a compliment. What is it, a he, threat? He played for the Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah. Oh, what? no, because yeah. he taxed him, so he makes it cute and yeah, cuddly. Yeah, they kept it, so it's nice uh, and cuddly and beautiful. You're right, it's a compliment. Oh, look, I was sitting in front of the fireplace making s'mores, and uh, what's that sitting next to the fireplace? Oh, it's a taxidermied badger. Yeah, it's true, you're right. Yeah. That is a compliment. Yeah. I thought it was like a dead, you know, destroyed badger. That would be a little left up. Would you keep it or no? Which one, the taxidermist badger? Yeah, I think you keep it. It's kind of cool, actually. Probably, yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. I would think he's got, like, a hidden camera in it, though. Aren't you keeping yeah. that doll that that guy sent you? No, I was going to uh, give it to one of you guys as a memento for, uh, you know, the first two years of the show. Oh, really? I was going to autograph it. Dear Tommy, you've done a great job. Yeah, that kind of thing. Would you put that uh, anywhere near your... Yeah, if I gave you my bald <laughs> cabbage patch doll, would you keep it, Tommy, or no? Oh, yeah, right on my mantle. Right above my fireplace, I put it. Not in the fireplace, above the above fireplace. Above it, Craig, of course. All right, can you go get it? I'll autograph it to you. Yeah, no problem. I'm happy to sign See, it See, I would here. bring it home. Wait, hold on. Unless Big Mac wants it. And then we can have a little war between the two of you who gets it. How about, all right, so let's have that war. Give me an hour or so to put it up on eBay and see what an autographed Craig Cardendog goes for, and then we can decide who keeps it. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I actually <laughs> wanted if you have to an eBay account, you can do that. I actually wanted to keep it because what I would do, not with Jeb, but with Spence, my youngest son, is I'd say, do you want to play with Dad's radio partner? Uncle and he'd Craig get to play here. with his own Uncle Craig doll. All right, so you want to get it on it too? Yeah, I think so. All right, so I'm going to autograph it. What okay. was mine again, right. by the way? I forgot. Where are you going to autograph it on his head? I don't know. Let's take a look at it. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. 
Or that makes the, sense to me. Sure, why not? Just don't spoil the Yankee jersey. It's yeah. a perfectly nice jersey. I will yeah. not write on the Yankee jersey. Oh, that's right. It's a Yankee jersey. I'm out. No, I'm By out. By the way, the Yankees Sorry. asked me today if I wanted to have Homer Bush on because he just got introduced as the new uh, manager of the Staten Island Ferryhawks. And then you laughed and said, we like ratings around here. I was like, well, you know, kind Well, of, that's not nice. I mean, jeez. Kind of puts me in a tough spot. Love Homer I Bush. I play softball with Homer Bush. Homer Bush is a fine guy. He's a really we good guy. We don't do interviews on this show. Yeah. But the exception we'll make is for Homer Bush because I mean, he's managing an independent baseball okay, team. Crazy. Like, if, hello? If he was on OnlyFans, that a nice rack we'd put him on. That's different. We do we do interviews every Maybe week. he can answer how many, you know, pints of beer the Ferry yeah. Hawks go through. I mean, seriously, if you look at the last year yes. of interviews we've done, it's Wag Wednesday right. and Brian Cashman ones. I mean, that's accurate. I mean, so Homer Bush gets to break that list? I'm a fan of Homer Bush because I played softball it's with Homer Bush. It's nothing against Homer Bush. Well, it sounds like you've got an agenda no. against Homer Bush. Yeah, I got was, nothing against Homer really... Bush. Right? Does it seem like oh, he doesn't like, like Homer Bush? It there was some sort of bitterness no, there. No, I have yeah. nothing against Homer Bush. He's fine. It's... It's just, it's hypocritical for Here's us. Here's what I'll say to the, the show we do. I got an idea. Uh, we'll make a trade. Aaron Judge. Too. How about that? Yeah, fine. How about, uh, we'll take Homer Bush. Yeah. Who I do like, though. He's a really good guy. Yeah, I have no issue with right. him. And in return for Homer Bush, I'll take, hmm, I'll take a Rizzo and a Judge. Yeah. And a... Play-by-play opportunity oh my this God. spring I mean, for me and Evan. That's a lot. You just I would have just taken. I just would have taken oh, Judge. Here's the <laughs> Evan doll. So the Evan doll is a picture of a of a cabbage patch doll in a Met jersey with a big red. I don't know what the hell you want to call that. Are there basketball shorts underneath there? No, he's got a diaper on. No, he's got a diaper on underneath. I'm wearing a diaper. He's wearing a diaper. I bet you're wearing a diaper. You're a cabbage patch baby too. Let me first pull your pants up. By the way, Craig, I have a I have a confession to you. He's got a little diaper on. So, Craig, the Craig Carton cabbage patch doll you have. I swear to God. And I bet you my parents could prove it because I think they saved it. Yeah. I had that when I was a kid. That you was had, my. You had cabbage patch. I absolutely. Yeah, I had one. Oh, stop! That was your first girls. No, was it? No, it was, that's yes, a, it was. was a, that's a boy. Evans doll's a boy. Yeah, Thank but you. The boys didn't collect. Yes, cabbage we did. Patch. I we had, had one. Collect, yeah. By the way, to be fair, that was mine. Was, you know, I'm looking at the Craigie cabbage patch doll. I got to be honest. It looks like you. No, and I would take ownership if it did. It does. It is a dead ringer. For somebody else, though. I mean, as if they took the person's face and modeled it after that person. I keep seeing you. I'll, I'll own it. I'll take it. Who else is If there? you allow me to give you one other person. Yeah, sure. And if I'm wrong, by all means, I'll eat that this is me. Okay? <laughs> he posing with it. Okay? Yeah. You tell me that this is not a exact replica of Sean Morass. Oh, yeah. I could see Morass, too. You're right. That is Sean Morass to a T. I yeah. can see that. Is it not? No, I can see that. Tommy, bit, can yeah. you take a picture of this and put it up next to Sean Morass's uh, photo? Can you do that for me? Yeah? Great. By the way, it's Morash. Morash. What is his, his last, name? His last name is Morash. No, no, it was always Morash. <laughs> Why did he change it? Because <laughs> no, no, people well, he didn't want to be associated with an ass. I don't know. I got a diaper on, too. I yes. told you. 
But I have the exact same Cabbage Patch style. My parents right. probably I, I still have Cabbage Patch except, styles were like collector's items. No, yeah. that's why I think they saved it. And it, it, definitely, it definitely had a Met jersey. That was the only difference. Hold on. Should I see what the Cabbage Patch is worth? Maybe I'll just keep it. Yeah, why give it to you, Tools? So you promised to all of to all of us yeah. that you keep it? Hold and on. you basically stole Big Mac's idea, which is I'll sell it on eBay? Hold on a sec. The bald Cabbage Patch style, um, 86 bucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, who am I autographing it to? Oh, well, I think originally you said to me. To you? Yeah. No, yeah but I mean, that's not fair it, to Big Mac. Give it to oh, Big Mac. Well, got to be not, fair to Big Mac. Well, first of, of all, give it to Big Mac. <laughs> give it to Big Mac. I'll tell you the reason why. Big Mac's got two kids. Lugie doesn't need the money, and he's that's not going to put it up on his fireplace. It will just go to his mom or something. What are so you about? A size twelve? Jerk. What? Oh, I just silenced the lamb, the doll. Made myself laugh. <laughs> what are you about a size twelve, <laughs> Mister? Mister, <laughs> can you help me with this couch? <laughs> um, do I have to sign his back, or do you want me to sign the head? Sign his tush. <laughs> I'm not pulling his pants down. It's weird. What? Sign his. He doesn't have a cabbage patch um, parts. So I'm, I'm not pulling the cabbage patch's diaper down. Sign dude. a cheek. That's Come on. weird. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm gonna write here, Tommy. Oh, so you are giving it to Tommy. Yeah, give it to Tommy. After yeah. all that, it's going to Tommy. Yeah, I'll give it to Tommy. Tommy. Uh, I don't know, I'll sign something. Are you actually going to say great job this year? Because you never say that. That's no. the thing he'll cherish. Okay. Stun you lasted this long, Craig. No. Right. I'm going to write something nice. Right? Oh, he's going to love this. He's going to love this. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. There you go. Tommy. Greatest producer ever. Wow. How about that? He wrote that. <laughs> That's a look at that. He's, he's now writing not <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so whoever sent us the uh, weird cabbage patch dolls, uh, you're weird. Do you think the one that and please That's don't mine? wait for us outside the, the front one, you of the You got to show the what's on Evan's flag. That that cracks me up. For some All right. Reason. So Evan's holding a flag. What's the flag say? The flag says, "I love my life." I love my life. <laughs> and I'm holding a statue of a Met player, and it's Rico Bronia. Yeah. And yeah. you also had a little figurine of Boomer too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I've got yeah. this big red glob of hair. Uh, yeah. I mean, so th- we do get weird things sent here from time to time. Just not a, a stuffed dead animal. I must I must admit, mine is a lot weirder than yours. I yes. mean, yours is just a bald baby. Mine has tr- little trickets with it. That's right. It's All like, right, here's uh, Justin and Dobbs Ferry. I love my life. Justin, <laughs> what's going on, kiddo? Hey, thanks for getting me back there. Going back to 2019 draft, you know, we were sold by Gettleman that the Patriots were going to draft Daniel Jones, you know, if we didn't take him at the sixth spot instead of the 17th. Do you see it with Kraft... Uh, you know, upset about the offense in New England. Do you think they're going to try to make a move for Daniel Jones? If well, Jones listen, I think I think the New York Giants should be very uh, proactive with Daniel Jones' agent unless Brian Dable covets one of the obviously available veteran quarterbacks. But knowing what Daniel Jones did. Um, What's and, the problem? Well, first of all, his yeah. question was about the Patriots swooping in. Yeah. Okay, so let's address that. You're just babbling on about Daniel Jones and the Giants. Well, it's about Daniel Jones. Yeah, but he asked about the Patriots going they after him. They can't just swoop in. The Giants can franchise him. It's a moot point. I get that, but they don't want to franchise him. Ideally, okay. they don't want to franchise Jones. I don't think the Patriots are going to identify Mac Jones as the reason their offense sucks. I think they're going to they identify might. the coaches 
as the reason why this offense sucks. And I don't think they're going to view Daniel Jones. And I don't mean this as any disrespect to him. He's had a great year. I don't think they're going to say Daniel Jones is the answer. Just replace Mac Jones. What's broken with New England, and I assume Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick are going to come to the same conclusion, is that they had Matt Patricia and Joe Judge trying to run it. Yeah, well, I think it's part and parcel. Yeah, I so, think that's part of it. And I don't know that they're, they're, they believe Mac Jones is the long-term answer. I mean, Belichick's taking some pretty open think, shots at him this but year. But they think Daniel Jones is? No, I think it's it's more likely that at this stage of Belichick's career, he wants to bring in a veteran that he respects and trusts. Yeah, I think, but I don't know that they're giving up on Mac Jones. I, I think that the bigger issue with the Patriot offense was who the coaches were more so than who the player was. I don't disagree. And I think with Jones, and it's tough to get into his head, I don't think he's going to want to leave. Because I think no matter Why what team you? you go to, there's going to be that uncertainty of fitting in there, even if it is Bill and the Patriots. We saw how broken that offense has looked this year. This is the most success he's ever had. And like you said, he's done it with a lack of weapons. Why would he be any kind of rush to leave? So unless the Giants willingly decide to move on, which is possible, they could go after what they deem an upgrade. I don't think that's crazy that they go after a Lamar Jackson. But assuming the Giants want him back, I think he's back. Because I think Daniel Jones is going to want to come back. You know, you? If I'm Daniel Jones, I do everything in my power to come back to the New York Giants because Brian Dable's a difference maker with me as a quarterback. And he was a difference maker for Josh Allen. And he's a difference maker for me. And my career trajectory has now changed dramatically. I get some of the I get some of that credit. But uh, Dan, Brian Dable gets a lot of the credit, too. No doubt. So why would I want to go anywhere else? Right? I've been here four years. I'm happier. I got a home here. I'm going to make a lot of money wherever I go. I played a great year. I stayed healthy. I've become a better quarterback. I don't need to be a it's top like, five quarterback. Even as much as you and I may say over the next few weeks, oh, boy, the Jets should go after Daniel Jones. Why would Daniel Jones want to go there? Despite the weapons the Jets have, there's so much uncertainty on coaches, and Daniel knows full well what it's like to have crappy coaching. Right. Look at all the different offensive coordinators and head coaches he's dealt with in such a short period of time, and now he finally has a match that seems to work. Yeah, listen, I agree. I think now it's just about money and length of deal and what's guaranteed. And if I'm the New York Giants, I'm not giving him the Buku deal. I don't think he expects it either. There's going to be suitors out there like there will be for you know, the 10 and 12 other guys we've talked about. But, uh, you know, if I'm Danny Jones, let's get it done. I don't want to go anywhere else. I'm happy. I have a coach I trust who has made me into, you know, hard work on my side as well. But I'm now playing top-notch NFL football. And can you imagine how much better I'll be when you give me some legitimate weapons to throw the ball to? No doubt. I mean, Isaiah Hodgins is a great story, but Isaiah Hodgins has been basically his best receiver over right. the last so, bunch of So weeks. think about that. As good as Danny Jones has been... Give him the New York Jet wide receiving core and nothing else. Pretty good, right? As long as you have those same coaches. Right. That's Which the is key. why I think there's more value on Danny Jones' side to stay than Dable. Dable's now a proven quarterback whisperer. This is, I admit, this is from a week ago, so I apologize. I don't know if you've seen it. It's the only reason I bring it oh, up. You know I've seen it. I see everything. Have you? Nothing gets past me. Have you? Go ahead. Uh, I've seen a few things get past you. Tyler Dunn wrote a very intricate yeah, piece. The uh, Milwaukee Buck comeback. You're right. Go ahead. Yeah. Or, or let down. Yeah, yes. You didn't okay. see that. <laughs> Tyler Dunn wrote this really intricate piece about Brian Dayball. What was it, in the Athletic? 
No, I. You know what? I, I don't because I don't pay to read things. Okay, so then things can get past you. Uh, well, I no, mean, I don't think it's the athletic. And honestly, I forget. Okay. I'm giving the reporter credit. I forget where he wrote it. But it's a real intricate piece about Daniel Jones. And one of the things he put out there is that Brian Dayball. I think this is awesome. Goes to Wink Martindale at the start of camp. I told the story on our show. When? Uh, when? Tuesday. I don't remember it. Yeah, because I told you I heard Tiki and Tierney tell the story. So you were uh, citing Love. the story. You were citing what you heard from someone else. No, Julian Love. They asked Julian Love about it, and Love confirmed it. Yeah, we did this already, but go ahead. Have you heard? What's the story, then? Brian Dable went to Wink Martindale and told him all the plays that he was going to run to (laughs) see what kind of guy Daniel Jones was. He wanted Daniel Jones to fail. Yes. He said, I want him. Tyrod Taylor looked great. Yes. And Danny looked like crap because the defense knew all the plays. But go ahead, tell the story. No, that's the story. You got no, it. you said you wanted to say it again. Yeah, but did you ever? Yeah. Uh, one thing I question is: yeah. Did you hear the story before you heard Tiki and Tierney say it? No. So you admit that it got past you? No, it didn't get past <laughs> me. I heard it from Tiki and Tierney. My yeah, co-workers. they did their work, and you heard it from them. Well, however you get information, <laughs> it is irrelevant, right? I think it's a great. And it says is the a, guy trying to pass off the story two days later. I'm confused. No, I preface. No, no, no. I preface. You're going to give credit to someone else. First of all, I gave credit to the reporter. You gave credit to a radio show who got it from the reporter. We don't know where they got it from. Tyler Dunn. He wrote a story on December 28th. I mean, I don't think the source matters. Evidence. And the first thing I said to you was, "This is an old story." I preface it with, "This is a week old," but you may have missed it. And then I'm citing the reporter, Tyler Dunn, who did the work. And did a feature on Brian Dable. Yeah. You also so, don't listen to the show because we did like five minutes on it. Right, yeah, like thanks. two, three days ago. That oh, I don't remember. So yeah. now the guys are confirming that I've already Jeez. done this show. Oh, 100%. Show. Yeah. But perhaps you want to continue. Maybe I'll go to the bathroom you know early. What? There was a lot going on in my mind on Tuesday. <laughs> I was reading a lot of stuff. I was doing uh, a lot of research even during our show. Yeah. And I apologize. There was a lot on my you know mind. Yeah, I accept your apology. Yeah. Thank you. We're good. He was coming up with the history of Thursday Night Football. A lot That's of a, research <laughs> went into that. It's a sign of good partners. He apologized. I accept. Move on. Thank you, bro. I'm not going to believe to the point that you've re- wasted five minutes of our times and lives. I bet you there is a good amount of this audience that, that have not know. heard that story. Tell the story. You did it already. Oh, it's for the second time this week. <laughs> yeah, but at five o'clock on a Friday, you know it's a different audience than three o'clock on yeah, a Tuesday. So tell the story. You already told the story. Three times now. By the way, you know, the point should also be made for Mac Jones, who I now like because it looks like he's coming to his own as a vocal leader, whether you like it or not, or whether he's good or not. I guess... Is somewhat relevant, but not up for this conversation. You know, he's going to, if they win, if they beat the Bills, he'll be two for two. Right? Another playoff. Yeah. Right? What's your point? I mean, they got shellacked last year. Yeah, they got they got their soul taken. Yeah, the they got absolutely shellacked. <laughs> What's the point, though? My, my point that he's is, a good quarterback no, that they're like not going to move on from him. What's the point? Take all these shots. I go. Oh, maybe Mac Jones isn't the guy. I mean, I know a guy that's going to make the playoffs if they win on Sunday in the first two years of his career. I mean, that's, yeah, I, but that, that we don't have that. But I think, in fairness, they they have, especially this year more than last year. But even last year, they had an elite defense. Last year, the reason they make and the they're playoffs, pretty good this year too. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, what I meant is they had a better offense last year. Like, their offense worked to degrees last year. Yeah. This year, it doesn't. Them making the playoffs this year at 9-8 and eight would be based on having a top-five defense. It also That's shows you, on. again, as much as we want to see him fail because we're Jet fans, but Belichick is damn good, man. He is, but the rip on it's... him, which I think is a fair one, is that this offense should be better than that. And his decision... Really? Yeah, to make like Matt with, Patricia with, and Joe Judge. Yeah, that was a the, terrible decision. Okay, that's my criticism. Yes. That's okay. it. I mean, who are they, like, who, where's their wide receiver depth? 
Well, Ramondre Stevenson is a hell of a running back. He's a great he running back. He's become a star in the league, no doubt about it. It's not like they're stocked with you know, three great wide receivers. I mean, Jacoby Myers is having a 90 catch season. Does yeah, he stink? He's their guy, right? No, but my point is like the mistake and the rip of Bill, because you can rip him, doesn't mean he's not uh, the greatest coach of all time, is that he went a full season with Joe Judge and Matt Patricia running his offense. Which is the first real chink in his armor, in my and, opinion. And look, I'll, we've had Jet fans say, I've said it, boy, if the Jets had competent quarterback play, they'd make the playoffs. If the Patriots had competent coordinator play, yeah. there wouldn't even be a playoff race. No. They, they, by the way, they might have won the division. Yeah, I agree. Matt Patricia and Joe Judge was a traitor. So, that's the, so when you say, hey, we forget how great Bill is, no, Bill's great, but that's a fair criticism of him. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice? I think the Giants have their version of that. Dable's that good. But, man, we just never get the right guy, do we? The right coach? I mean, think I mean, about it. Uh, we, I mean, Rex, who we adore, and he gets all the accolades he deserves them. Two championship games. But golly, like, and a lot of them. And the truth is, once you hit Herman, on coach. would you love Herm? Great. Once you hit on a coach, that's it. When you hit on John Harbaugh, that's it. That's it. When you hit on Bill Belichick, that's it. Mike like, Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. It. If you're a Giant fan, you're hoping you're never having a coaching discussion on who to hire for 15 years. Yeah. Like, that'll be something you'll talk about 20 years from now. You want to talk about it again. Here's uh, Rob in Long Island on the fan. Bobby, what's going on? How you doing, guys? I enjoy yeah. your show. Thank um, you. Just for a little fun, I saw you guys put those cabbage patch dolls up there. Uh, if you put a little beard on that bald one, it would look like Brian DeBall. <laughs> DeBall. And, uh, <laughs> Brian DeBall is French now. You look, look at Brian. Pull up a picture of Brian, uh, the coach, Brian DeBall of the Giants. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that. And uh, <laughs> the other thing is, I wanted to say is, uh, I'm, I'm a longtime Jet fan, 64 years old, oh. 11 years old. Do you normally call the radio station on Saturday or Sunday? I never called. <laughs> no, uh-huh, uh-huh. I was I was home today. So I, so oh, would yeah. you have? Uh, you anyway. took a personal day from work? No, no, I'm retired. But I, I, I was nice. What, what kind of? What we were? Let me guess. Hold on. You were in a union, yes. <laughs> uh, I guess you'd call it a union. All right. I worked for the Department of Home, Homeland Security for many years. Uh, nice. Now, nah. nah, what's the uh, uh, cool? What's the uh, coolest case that you can share with us that you worked on? Well, um, I worked at JFK Airport, and uh, so I mean, did you do a lot of the uh, the was, uh, the drugs coming cargo, through JFK? I was a cargo, I was a cargo inspector, cargo inspector, and uh, we X-rayed all the cargo right. underneath, underneath the underneath the planes. What's uh, give us uh, give us some examples of some of the weird things you found? Uh, a lot of dirty things. <laughs> okay, and we saw you know illegal guns. Uh, can't say too much more than that. We saw. Things that uh, very questionable. That uh, they're doing a good job. What? You know, Did watching. you ever find uh, any live animals? Did I, me personally, no. But there have been over the years. <laughs> okay. Did uh, you I, ever I, find any type of um, prehistoric bones? Well, that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, I think they found everything in those places, but. Uh, I just want to say... Uh, Did you ever notice that there was like a famous person traveling like with a big NFL bag and open the bag up and take a couple of jerseys out for the kids? <laughs> Very tempting, but I'd lose my job. In okay. <laughs> Did you ever come across stacks and stacks of money? Not me personally, but yes, we have. We've caught, uh, we've caught drug, drug money. Like, give me a ball. Okay. Like, how, how much cash in one bag? Ballpark. Uh, ballpark. Over fifteen grand, 
Yeah, I mean, that's like an average Wednesday. Okay, listen. <laughs> appreciate what you've done to keep us safe. Thank you. There you go. I watch that show to catch a smuggler all the time, and it's fascinating what people try to bring into countries. Do you think we can start a trend where we just start calling him DeBall? DeBall. <laughs> Yo, uh, John Mara, why'd you hire Brian DeBall? Huh? I love that. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. And he wasn't, he wasn't clowning him. He just no, didn't know. He I just didn't know. It happens. He's just a fan of the show, listening, driving home, and uh, he thought he thinks it's DeBall. DeBall. Yeah. Yeah. DeBall. The French coach of the New York Giants. Brian DeBall is DeBall. doing a good job. He's doing great. What's up, Coach DeBall? And by the way, the thing with the, the Cabbage Patch doll, and this is what's happening right now, and I feel bad. I feel bad for you. Why? It's not fair. I'm bald. Every, I, I know this. Every bald guy looks the same now. Oh, that's Sean Morash. No, oh, that's sure Brian did. Dayball. Oh, that's Brian Dintierney. Oh, that's Robert Sala. Yeah. Oh, that's Vin Diesel. Oh, that's Bill Goldberg. Yeah. I get it. I see it. By the way, no one is saying that. We've already got halfway there. All we're saying is that this doll looks exactly like Sean Morass. And our last that's caller said, No, no, that's you. Then our last caller says... No, but that's says, not... I'm sorry. This isn't like, up for debate. Yeah, but that's you. Give me our a last picture caller, of Sean. I'll show you. Our last caller said DeBall. I said you. And it's everybody's because taking turns the, on name DeBall Here's guy. why. Not a lot of people know who Sean is. He's not a, a household name. Right. He's not on the radio station uh, frequently enough for people to know what he looks like just based on his name. He's not on TV all the time, right? He's a producer who's trying to make his way on air. So he's starting a career off. I guarantee you... If Izzo would put a picture of this doll next to Morass on the on Twitter, you'd be like, oh, my God, they stole his face <laughs> for the doll. But you don't see the bald resemblance of everybody? I know, like, get a, SNY, get a close-up of me, please. Looks just like If it. anyone's manning the camera there. Yeah. Can you do, yeah. Look at that. that does, uh, I'll own it, but I'm telling you right now, you put Sean's picture up there, you'll think this is his son. <laughs> Am I wrong, Big Mac? Yeah, it looks it looks more like him than it does of you. Thank you. It also looks like someone else uh, at the station though a lot. See another ball guy. Here we yep. go. Go ahead. I think it looks like Dummy Carton. <laughs> it does look like Dummy Carton. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> uh, Craig's upset. You leaving? You done? <laughs> looks like his son. It does. It looks like Dummy Carton had a child. Yeah, he's got to go get him, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And out after the sun came that dummy, or that little Cabbage Patch doll. It really does look like him. And Morash. No, the truth is it looks like every bald guy. No, there's good bald and bad bald. Like, Craig's a good bald. He's like a badass oh, bald. And then there's, like, puffy bald. Yeah, but he can still hear. You know he goes back and listens to the show on the I drive mean, home. I gotta, I'm not going to cut him up when he walks out of the so studio. So he's a good-looking bald guy. Yes. Craig is? Yeah, very good looking. Vin Diesel, those are good bald. Then there's those bad bald. Every single bald guy will eventually get compared to the Cabbage Patch doll. I actually feel bad for the bald people, but it's true. And it happens to me as a redhead. I was going like, to say, I you're a redhead. It. Like, my redhead guy, let me try to grab him. Come over here, redhead. Why don't you just walk over to him and get because him? Because then they'll be I'll get him, I'll get him. We can't exactly rely on you guys to talk for a long time. We heard your show last week. <laughs> yeah, no, here we go. Here comes all the compliments. I mean, I'm sorry. What do you want me to tell you? Oh, thank you. Can you fill me my redhead? All right, there's my guy. Now, this guy looks nothing like me, right? He really doesn't. But we both no. have reddish hair. Yeah. I know my hair has become brown There's over good the redheads and bad redheads. The doll's the good one. Oh, that's a good one? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of hairdo is this, my redhead guy? 
I do like the Met jersey, though, and you know why? Because it's got that that cool 86 racetrack Met jersey, which is my favorite. And I love that he's holding a Rico Bronia and a sign that says, I love my life. And <laughs> Boomer, like a little yeah. Boomer thing. Yeah, there it is. It's kind of Gary Carter. Uh, that's funny. Eat. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN FM, and WFAN.com. I see uh, my main man, Sean Morash, has uh, responded to the photo and he agrees. That the doll does look like him. Oh, is there a Which picture? Is why up he yet? grew a beard? Is there yeah. a picture up? I appreciate Sean having a good sense of humor. All good. Nah, Sean's got a great sense of humor. Yeah, and I heard him filling in for us uh, one day uh, when we were on vacation. Did a good job. Yeah, anyway. I definitely see the comparison. Yeah. in the picture. That's all I'm saying. All good. <laughs> Sean's head is a little bit pointier. Yeah, but besides, but okay, so it's not perfect. Well, I'm just saying, he's, he's got more of an egg-shaped head as there opposed to go. the perfect And uh, Twitter circle, seems but... to really agree with you, too, which is not common. No, no, it is not common. All good, though. There you have it, all right? Sean's a good man. There you go. No, we love Big Sean. Giants fan, right? Yeah. Yeah, hey, Giants fan. Host the One Giant Step podcast with the team. Oh, sorry, didn't he like, go outside in his uh, front porch and yell and scream at the moon yes. after a giant loss? Yes. The ring doorbell coincidentally <laughs> caught him. Uh, Big Mac is very bitter about this. He gets, does, he gets very upset when we talk about it. That's why well, he gets so Hopefully aggressive. he doesn't have to yell and scream for the next couple of weeks. The Giants are going to lose to the Eagles. No big deal. And then you've got the Minnesota Vikings. No, I think to pop up. I think it's the opposite. I think if the Giants beat the Vikings, that would mean they'd win their first playoff game in over a decade. Okay, you don't think a Giant fan, a true diehard Giant fan like Sean, would get caught yet again on the ring doorbell camera? He went crazy over a win in Week One. Oh, you went off a win? Yes, it was a happy Uh, scream. I thought it was off a loss. No, it was after Week One. Yes. Well, so I think if they beat the Vikings, we may get a part two. And, of course, you know, Big Mac. Yeah, he'll get caught on the ring doorbell. Then he'll get he'll caught get on his cell phone caught. in the car <laughs> doing the video. Then he'll get caught, you know, at the bank. It doesn't matter. It was telling, funny. Shaking hands with everyone. See, who cares? It's Big, funny. Big Mac hated it. I'm kidding. <laughs> now, now I have to play my part. My part is I hate the video. Do you still so have the audio of it? 
I don't know if I have the audio. Oh, come I can on. get you, the video. No, oh, I'll okay. get it. I'll get off Meanwhile, this page. The Jets uh, play against uh, third string quarterback. Uh, that's a big game for Miami. If New England loses to Buffalo, as expected, the Miami Dolphins have to beat the New York Jets to get into the playoffs. Yes. I mean, that's simple. And uh, we would have to eat that if we're Jet fans. Uh, there's enough Dolphin fans around here that we would have to eat crow for a while. So, so by if the way, our loss to them gets them in. So the other day, the New York Jets were actually favorites in this game when it was thought that Mike White was going to be the quarterback. And there was uncertainty about the Dolphins. Scholar Thompson, Teddy Bridgewater, but we were pretty sure it was going to be Scholar Thompson. Joe Flacco is now the quarterback, and the line has shifted all the way to Miami minus three. So what does that Joe say Flacco. about Joe Flacco compared well, to just Mike White? It tells you two things. One, uh, the Vegas odds makers have overrated how good Mike White is because he ain't that good. And number two, there's no belief at all that Joe Flacco can lead the Jets to victory. Yeah, I don't know if it's overrating Mike White. I think it's just saying Joe Flacco sucks. Yeah, but it's saying Mike White is better than Skylar Thompson. Yeah, well, he is. Right? He he is. We don't know that. Yeah, we do. We don't know that. There's more evidence that Mike White is better than Skylar Thompson. And by the way, Come for all you Mike White uh, fans. Truthers. Mike or truthers, you want to call them that? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, Mike White uh, won how many games this year? Um, the, I'll start at one against the Chicago Bears. Where was the second win? Well, hold on. I'm, I'm just going to wait for How many games an did Skylar Thompson win this year? Yeah, but that, that, now you deflect that. No, no, because you said. Uh, no, no, no. You, no, you said, hate when people do that. No, I'm not deflecting. Like I'm going back. Deflected. No, I didn't. The thing you hold said on, I was. I said, how many games did he win? That, what did you say before that? But I'm not talking. Now, I'm you not guys can ignore that all you want. Just because okay. you kept talking doesn't mean I'm not going to go back to that. Well, we'll go back you to that said, next. I'm how many go back- games did he win? No, we're going to go back to my no, point first, then we'll get to fact yours. deflector. You and you stop. hate when people do no, that. No, because I'm not deflecting. I'm responding to what you said. Okay, how many games did he win? Let's start. Go said, backwards. Go backwards. You said. One. One. Okay. One lousy game. He won one game. Oh, Mike White's the greatest thing I've ever seen. He won one game. Right. He's, he won one game. Okay, now let's now go back to your argument. Go ahead. Skylar Thompson, you yeah. said, is as good as Mike White, right? Is well, that what no, you said? I just don't know if he's worse. I have evidence Mike White's better. Mike White's What's won a game evidence? in the NFL. Skylar Thompson never has. He's only played one game in the NFL. He's played two and he sucks. <laughs> he's not gone. <laughs> like, what? There's been uh, no evidence Skylar Thompson's so good. Think, so Mike think, White's thrown for 400 yards in a game. So what? So Zach Wilson. Skylar Thompson. Come on. I'm not arguing Zach you're being, Wilson. You're being crazy. No, then you shouldn't have said Skylar Thompson and Mike White are the same. Well, I'm saying, I don't know that Skylar Thompson's any worse than Mike White. I have no evidence he's uh, better. You guys have this craziness about Mike White because he's not Zach Wilson. That's why you like he's him. he's played well at times. Come Skyler on. Thompson's never played well at any time. He's gotten one game. Let's be fair about it. And he was the third string quarterback. And it's also not fair because you got to look at okay, who did he play against when they lost some of those he, games? He played against the Jets. He played. He, he's on the Jets. Mike Skyler White. Thompson. No, we're back to Mike White. Now, now we're back to Mike White. Okay, yes. Mike White. I'll tell you this. Did you six, watch him last week, Skyler Thompson, when he six, took over for Teddy? Six, he sucked. Six he position, was yeah. terrible. Six he position, was yeah. garbage. How was Mike White against Seattle? He was great. I mean, he Mike, was awesome. Mike White was okay yeah. against the Vikings when he threw for was 370 he yards. He was okay against I don't him? think he was bad, no. Six possessions in the red zone, no scores. I don't think he was yeah, Skylar Thompson. He was awesome. Elijah Moore wide open to win the game. I don't Couldn't think he was bad against the Buffalo Bills. I think Mike White has always been better than Skylar Thompson in the limited times we've seen him. But that was your mistake. See, all of you could have done. I think I stand by it. No. You said uh, Skylar Thompson's like the same as Mike White. I don't know that he's any worse. From what I've seen, and yes. we've watched both play. Yeah. 
I'm not sure anymore if you've seen Skylar Thompson play based on your opinions. Uh-huh. Mike White has given you signs that he's so, maybe good. So you think Skylar Thompson is better than the Super Bowl winning Joe Flacco, but he's not better than Mike White? Who, me? Boy, people are crazy. Who, who, who are you talking to? Well, there's me? no one else in the room. Uh, did I say that? Well, based on the Vegas odds you told I me. I said I was explaining why Vegas moved that line, not because I agree so with Vegas them. believes that Skylar Thompson's better than Joe Flacco, but not as good as Mike White? Correct. You know how crazy that is? I, that, fine. I'm not going to, that you can go argue yourself. I was just defending the whole Mike White and Skylar Thompson <laughs> are the same crap. By the way, that you, I was putting my foot not, down with. I'm not going to ask you to do this. Because you probably couldn't do it, and then that defeats the point of me asking you to do it. But do you think you could name every starting quarterback uh, this Sunday? Yeah. You think you could? Yeah. For real? Yeah. All right, so now I'm going to put you to the test. All right. Josh Allen for Buffalo. No, no. I'm going to ask you. Okay. I'm going to ask you who's starting in specific games. Joshua Dobbs, Tennessee. That was the tough one. So I saw that one. That was a tricky one Sam right there. Howell, Washington. That was another tricky one. All right. Oh, I would do that easily. You think so? Yeah, you can waste our time with it, but I'll, I'll do it. I'll play I don't want to waste our time with Chicago it. Chicago Bears, who's starting for them? Let's see if you know. Ooh, that's a really good question. If you can't answer within five seconds. I have no idea. Nathan Peterman. <laughs> really? True story. That guy still gets to play in the NFL? It's almost as oh if my the, God. It's almost as if the Bears are saying, we really want to lose to get the number one overall pick, which they can. Because if they lose and the Texans win, and the Texans are playing the Colts, so you never know, right, Craig? It's like it's on the table. The Bears would get the number one overall pick. How about that? Ooh. Here's uh, JoJo and Beth Page. Joey, what's up? Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, two two questions. Uh, first of all, uh, Carton, I have a bottle of Bushmills that you signed there you go. Uh, for me uh, many years ago. My yeah, pleasure. Oh, definitely. What do you think it's worth? you think it's worth anything? Um, how much does a bottle of Bushmills go for today? Add a hundred dollars to it. That's probably what it's worth. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I'll uh, I'll put it on eBay. But uh, anyway. Well, I mean, uh, uh, why not? That, that'd be offensive, right? No, I would never. I I, right. I, I have it all. Here. And did I uh, did I personalize it? Did I write to Joe? All my yes, best. You did. Yeah. Yeah. You got uh, oh, to sell it to a guy named Joe. It's the only way exactly, it works. Exactly right. <laughs> did I, let me ask you a question. Anyway. No joke. Did yeah. I did I yeah. put a smiley face on it? Uh, no. No, oh, you didn't. I must not have liked it. But it, was, it was a day that you had, uh, it was a morning, uh, morning time, and I actually called into you on a morning, and you did, like, this, uh, this great little show in the morning, and then you asked me about it later, and you said to me, well, how did you like it? I thought it was great. You know, it was very, uh, simultaneously done by you. I don't know if you remember that day. Yeah, I'm amazing. You are, definitely. What kind of show did you do? With the jet. With the jet. <laughs> you have no I am, clue. I am so disappointed. I think I've never been as disappointed uh, about this year because, you know, here we were five games ago. We're, you know, making the playoffs, and now what are we? We don't have a quarterback. We don't have a line. Are we going to have a coach? Where are we going? What is this circus? It is very disappointing, especially when four or five weeks ago we genuinely thought, not just trying to be hopeful, like I genuinely thought this team's going to go to the playoffs. This team really can compete with anybody. Like I'm not generally this, you know, cockeyed optimist. I genuinely thought that from watching this team and to be in the spot they're in now without a quarterback, with the team collapsing down the stretch, with week 18 being meaningless, it sucks. Where do I think they're at? I think they're going after a veteran quarterback. If I had to predict what's going to happen, obviously Joe Douglas is back. I think Robert Sala's is back. I even think Mike LaFleur is probably back. 
who I wouldn't rule it out. And I think they target a big-time quarterback, as big-time as they can get. I think they're going to be in play for all the names that we know are available and maybe some that magically become available. I think they're all coming back and a veteran quarterback. You're right. So you agree with me? I do. I, and I hope, uh, fingers crossed, Joe Douglas has uh, as good a draft as he had last year, uh, which was a generational draft. And we get three or four more legitimate studs, especially on that offensive line, which is a major need right now, especially on the right side. And then that's it. Then it's playoffs, so you're all fired. Yeah, the expectations next year are going to be huge. Yep. I'm sorry. They have and to And by the win. way, it's going to be harder next year than it was this year because the AFC was ripe for the taking this year for a lot of different reasons. And Miami's going to be better with Tom Brady next year. Jacksonville's now a legitimate threat. I'm sorry. So slow down. What, what happened? What did you just say? I said it's going to be harder next year than it was this year. And you said something about Tom Brady. I said Jacksonville's a legitimate threat. You said something about Tom Brady. Tom Brady's going to be in Miami. The Bills, of course, going to return everybody. Yeah. So Patriots, just, another year better. So we're just matter-of-facting Tom Brady's at Kansas Dolphins. City, still Kansas City. The Raiders are probably going to have a quarterback. They're going to be tough to deal with. Mm-hmm. The AFC West is already locked and loaded. Yeah, it's, it don't, it does, not getting any easier. It's going to get harder. Uh, Debo Samuels off the injury report is expected to return versus the Cardinals. Uh, probably on a pitch count, but there you go. Did you see from a football standpoint the Jadavion Clowney story with the Browns? Yes, Jadavion Clowney came out and said that the Browns go out of their way to make sure that Miles Garrett lines up against the weakest offensive lineman for the opponent so that they can get him into the Hall of Fame. That was one thing he said. He said something else, though. Oh, no. He... Confirmed, he refused <laughs> to go on the field on uh, first and second down. And his point was, I don't need to do this bleep anymore, okay? And refused to do it. And now the Browns have sent him home. And he's like, I made my money. I don't need to do this crap anymore. Can you imagine really? that? A competitive wow. football player refusing to go on the field, saying, yeah, I don't need to do this crap anymore. <laughs> that uh, says a lot about Jadavian Clowney, who did not have uh, the career many people expect him to have. No. Right? He's not a bust because he's like a, a good NFL player, but he never became the franchise-changing player that I think was a thought he could become. No, he was supposed to be great. And you know who's I, really great? Miles Garrett is. Yeah, but why take a shot? That's really taking a shot at Miles Garrett. Because he's jealous. Something, right? Well, that's like the Miles answer. Garrett's a great player. I wouldn't get in a car with him, but he's a great player. Well, that's the answer, though. I think yeah. he's just jealous of him. Here's I'm, a guy uh, I'm that... putting out the last update of the day of the pig. Um, I acknowledge that the legs are a bit off, but they're better. We just need to do a color correct, and then we'll be good to go. Wait, there's another update? Yep, got uh, it. Let yep. me check it out. Tell me what you think about that update. There's nothing much better than that Morash versus uh, Cabbage Patch Kid tweet. That's a beautiful one. Yes, I hope that's not offensive to anybody who you know might be viewing that. That wouldn't be know. offensive. I don't know why it's offensive. Like, you know, I'm bald too. Yeah. I don't think that would be offensive. No. Well, are you alluding that there would be something that's offensive? I mean, I could think of like things. Like the way you yeah. say that, that wouldn't be offensive, like, but this would be offensive. Well, there are other things that would be offensive. Like, as an example, what might be offensive? I don't know. Maybe what's his name again? Morash. Sean Morash. There you go. That's fine. Yeah. You well, cleaned I, it up. Good job. I had it wrong earlier, and you guys corrected me, and now I got it right. Yeah, I said that could be offensive. Yeah. I could see that being offensive. Well, I don't think it's offensive. I'm sure that at some point in his lifetime, someone made the mistake of saying Morash instead of Morash. Yeah, I, I can't be the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, it was a bully in high school. Probably. Not a bully. I didn't. I've I've never met him. Yes, you have. I have. I've never met him. 
You've never met Sean? I don't think so. you have. I don't think I've ever met him. He's been in this building forever. I don't think I've ever met him. You haven't accidentally run into him? Had to have. We've had him on the air, that's for sure. Why do I have to have? Because he's been here forever. Because, Craig, you're Mr. Personality. Yes. You say hi to everybody. That's right. You're supposedly that congenial guy, and you've been at this radio station. I know you weren't for a few years. Yeah. But basically since 2007. Right. And you haven't run into him? I mean, not as personable as you think you are. I obviously, now that I'm looking at a picture, I know who he is. Yeah. But I'm not sure if I've ever met him. To be fair, I don't know if I've ever if I ever shook Craig's hand either before we had our right. meeting before. But I knew who back. you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think we ever talked or met. No, I don't think you we were did. also a little nervous and you were under orders not to speak to me. But that's a whole different scenario. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Those the hours were different. Yeah, like when I did mornings here. Yeah. Yo, know, although you know they leave at ten o one, I I leave, I used to leave like eleven eleven thirty, <laughs> and I still didn't see anybody. Yeah. How is that possible? I don't know. Like, does that say something about you? Like, no, did my you hide in your open? I say hi to everybody. Did you hide in Come your office? By. Like, how, how do you hide in an office with a window on it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's like I, 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 I'm behind a closed door, like you know, bougie people that kid don't have time to talk to you know the commoners here. <laughs> my door's always open. That's no, not always open. Always, uh, you could see in it all day. You can see in it. Yeah, but that's not the Come office. On in, say hi. But sit that's down. not the office you used to have, and you have that office now when no one shows up to work eighty percent of the time. Well, tell Sean to come to work. I'll say hi. No, no, he shows up then to why work. Why does he ever come by and say hi? I'm not talking about recently. I'm just talking about in the old grand. And by the way, now I'm offended. Years. You right. Be. I'm a big celebrity. You think you'd come by and, uh, and say, hey, Craig, nice to see you, buddy. Oh, now it's his fault. Yeah, will you listen to some of my tapes? Tell me what you think. That's <laughs> what so Pat Boyle does. I know. You Pat mentioned Boyle's that a lot, places. which means you love that he did that. And the other kid, Eugene uh, Riviera, comes in well, all the time. Uh, no, that, it's Emmanuel, first of all. What happened? Emmanuel. Babari. Him, too. Emmanuel. That's three of them. Yes. That's right. No one else? Well, listen, I'm sure if I sh- saw Sean, to be like, Hey, nice to meet you. Nice to see you. How's things? Yeah, but no one else is giving you tapes asking for feedback? Recently? No. The interns did. The kid from Michigan did. The gal who now works here, she did. I'm surprised Lukey didn't. I thought Lukey wanted uh, feedback listen, from Craig. No, he, he's never given me a single tape. Big Mac's never given me a tape. So Well, whatever. Big Mac's response is, you know so, where to find me. I'm on every Friday night at 2 a.m. Yeah, no offense. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. You know, I know. That's <laughs> no, you know. no, okay. You no, hear no. random things. No, we all know you listen more than you you like to leave. I on. listen to the station as often as possible. Yeah, I have an opinion well, on everyone yeah. I hear. So, and, but, and you know, plus, it's not my place to share it with you. Well, well, I don't know about that. It's kind of your place to share what your our opinion of of our show is because we get it all the time, and I don't it's think never you pleasant. Guys should work together. It's, it's never pleasant. So, opinion. not really sure. I want to give you any tapes. I think you're both very good. I don't think you should work together. <laughs> well, Al disagreed. And you know, Al's did he though? I think producer. he was like Tommy was great, and you were kind of there. That's the way no, I. I liked you guys together. See, I like both of you individually. Yeah, but why, Big Mac? Would your response be? Thank you. Thanks for the, the feedback. But what Al said matters more. Yeah. Like, I didn't say that. Al's hosted a show before. Al's been number one in two different day parts of the fan <laughs> in New York City. That's, oh, that's right. He has it. Ted Only Williams was Stern a, Ted Williams was a terrible hitting coach. What does that mean? Was he though? Yeah. Are you going back to 1940? Oh, you, oh, you can go. We reference? can go further than that. We <laughs> can go a lot closer yeah. than that. Okay, well, let's go closer. Go ahead. Uh, Michael Jordan's a terrible executive. Okay. Wow, he's just called you the Michael Jordan of evaluating tapes. Oh, well, I, I also called him the Michael Jordan, well, Michael of, Jordan of radio. Of I'm good. Talk radio. That's I, by true. the way, I own that. I'm all good with that. 
I'd rather you not bring me tapes anyway, because then i got to sit there and listen to it. Exactly. And if that's the last, no offense, I have no interest. <laughs> I think you're both very talented, and oh. you can go as far as you want to go. Thank you. But I also think you might have to leave the fan to do it. Um, and if you're willing to do that, I think you could both be on a regular day part anywhere else. I think if you want to be on the air at the fan in a better shift, I don't think that's a guarantee anytime soon. But, you know, you never things happen. You never know. But I think you're both talented on-air broadcasters. I'd like to hear you guys with other people just to see what it's, the dynamic sounds like. Well, Lugie did a show with Trista Crick. What did you think yeah, of that one? I was not a fan of it. Oh. Sorry. No, not, well, I mean, you've said worse, certainly, <laughs> throughout yeah, my career. I would but. like to hear you guys with other people. Big Mac's done a show with Keith McPherson. Uh, I don't know if I heard that, so I apologize. I did not hear that. I so did. they have done but shows I thought with Paul Rosenberg yeah. was great with Keith McPherson. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> I thought he was fantastic. Sure. Yeah. Did a show with uh, like, no-name Evan Roberts. Give me this. If you don't want an answer, don't ask. I'm not going to lie to you. Of course. Right? That's all. It just seems like, you know. What? Most most of the time it comes up, it's kind of like, you know, oh, yeah, those two guys had a fill-in for us. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to Like that kind of thing. That's typically the feedback we get. All, this was very kind of you. Not at all. I think you are both talented broadcasters. Okay. Just I not think, together. I, no, no. I don't. I would like, like you. to hear you with other people just to hear the different of dynamics. Course, I, I understand. That's all I'm saying. You might find that, wow, I really like you. You might find you hate it. You might want to be attached at the hip and sell yourselves as a duo only. I don't See, know. See, my sense is Big Mac is a solo host, real good. The team thing doesn't, it just doesn't work. That's my assumption. Okay. That's well, compliment. That. As a solo host, very good. I don't remember them asking you. Well, I gave my opinion yeah, anyway. Sometimes so. it's unsolicited. You just deal with it. And you either like it or you don't like it, but you hear it anyway. Too bad. <laughs> this is Chris in Huntington. Chris, what's going on, Cookie? Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. Thank you. All right. So I'm calling in to talk about the Jets quarterback situation here. Yeah. Uh, I think you and I both know that they're going to move on from Zach Wilson. Yeah. You know, he's obviously been – it's been a terrible situation. I'm not sure if Robert knows that, but everyone else does, yes. Yes, everyone uh, knows well, except for Bob. I think we're going to find out that, that Robert's been lying to us these last couple of weeks. Okay. But um, but I'm calling uh, about, you know, bringing in a veteran quarterback. I think we know that's going to be the play. You know, I'm a betting man, and I, I put my money on it's going to be like Jimmy G or Ryan Tannehill, something like that. And we both know that that's uh, not sustainable, like long-term success. So coming up on this draft, what I'm wondering is, uh, LaFleur even said that, that he uh, wishes that he had Zach Wilson you know, go behind a veteran quarterback and learn how to play. So what I'm asking is, with the first or second round this year, do you think that they should draft the quarterback, do it the right way, like LaFleur mentioned, or do they say, you want to know what, we're going to bring in a veteran like Tannehill, Jimmy G, let's beef up the roster who, and let's go for it right who, now, or do we want to go for more does long-term the, success? Who does it? That's the, how you got to win in the NFL. Who does it the right way? Like, How many examples do we really have in the last decade of a team doing the ideal scenario of, oh, let's let him sit and learn for a year? It's such a great thought and theory, and I'm not saying ideally it doesn't, it wouldn't work, but when does that ever happen? Well, it, may, it does make me happy that LaFleur recognized it recently, at least. At the it's very great least. that he recognized it, right. but what does it it, can't, it doesn't happen in today's NFL. Like, Patrick Mahomes is always the example we run to. Aaron Rodgers from a decade and a half ago, we run to that one. And then once in a while, you'll throw in Carson Palmer sitting behind John Kitna. Like, <laughs> literally, those are the examples we give. Outside of that... And I'm not, like, arguing with you, Chris, because you're right, and Michael Floor is right. Ideally, that's what you would do, except nobody does it, and it's not going to happen. And they don't do it because of the investment they have to make in these guys now. 
And it's hard and to it's sit on the investment. History shows. I think that's the. I mean, that's the best way to get it done. There's not many. I mean, there are examples, obviously, of busts, but the ones who really do make it, you, you see back in history. A lot of the times, the guys who sit and learn, they but they it's, end it up takes doing a lot better job. But Chris, think about the examples we're given. They're all really special circumstances. The Kansas City Chiefs have a Hall of Fame head coach with a Super Bowl-esque roster with a really good veteran quarterback and Alex Smith. They were perfectly lined up, Craig, to say, ah, let's wait a year. Right. The Packers had Brett bleeping Favre. Yeah, it's a little different. Like, think about the examples we're looking at. Uh-huh. So you can bring it up and you can say, you're right, that's way, what we should fair, do. Can you do it, though? In the year that Patrick Mahomes sat out, the Kansas City Chiefs went to the playoffs with Alex Smith. Correct. So it's not as if he sat behind a washed-up veteran who, and they just made him sit out for no reason. They were a really good football team. It's just, it's a great theory. It would be ideal to do it, but the nature of the game now doesn't allow you to do it. No. I mean, so, Zach Wilson got $35 million guaranteed. It's hard to sit on that. And you, know, and you know what would have happened? Let's say they brought in a veteran quarterback, and the Jets sucked, which they were going to, mm-hmm. five games into the season. Five. We would have been screaming and yelling, Zach Wilson, we got yep. nothing to lose. Think about what you even said the other day. Just play Chris Trevler. What do you have to lose? Why not, right? We'd have that same attitude by week five, week six, week seven, and that's what organizations end up doing. They intend on letting a guy sit. Kenny Pickett's going to sit. Jalen Hurts is going to sit. And then look what happens before their rookie season is ever over. Yes. They all play. They oh, Baker Mayfield, we're going to let him sit. They all play. Yep. Of course, we were the first to play against Baker, and he led the Browns to come back to beat us. On a Thursday uh, night. SNY, yep. peace out. Have a great weekend. Uh, this just in from my main man, Darren Ravel. The 2022 gambling stats are in. I have New York and New Jersey. How many? How much total money was wagered specifically on sports? So not, not the mobile uh, casino games, just sports betting. For the year. Uh, for the year 2022, I have uh, New Jersey and New York. You want to take a shot in the dark? I mean, a billion? Uh, which state are you talking about? Sorry. New York. All right, New York, you think there was a billion dollars in gross wagers. Higher, Bob. Five billion. Higher, Bob. How much? A hundred billion. No, now you see that. You're, <laughs> no, you're I went crazy. too crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> you're too crazy. Ten now. billion. Higher, Bob. $20 billion. $16.2 billion wagered in the state of New York in 2022. Mm. The state of New Jersey. And they've had it for, for longer, obviously. And Jersey set a record for Jersey. That's interesting. Okay. Because now it's legal in New York, so I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, you think Jersey would have maybe plateaued or even gone down. Or even gone down, yeah. Uh-huh. So the state of New Jersey set a record. What did I guess? What was their number last year? Do you know? That, I'm sorry, I don't know. But it's higher than they've ever had before. Yeah, higher, more, uh, more uh, sports wagers made in New Jersey. Oh, it's not going to be as high as sixteen billion. So I'm going to go with ten billion. So ten point nine billion. No. So if you add it up, there's twenty seven billion dollars wagered in New York and New Jersey last year alone. And what happens next year? You think it goes up even more? Hundred percent. Like by a lot? Yeah, because every year another uh, group of people become legal. Yeah, but then another group of people die. Well, that's nice, Evan. I mean, it's true. How many 90-year-olds that are going to die are wagering right now? That's a good point. That's right? A good point. I mean, a couple, for it's sure. Funny. How do I open yeah. the phone? Yeah, on their I iPhone, gonna, Evan. I was <laughs> going to say that I was going to make a wager on a future wager on that. <laughs> that's a good point. 
Right. right. <laughs> You're right. So just think about that for a minute. $27 billion was wagered on sporting events in New York and New Jersey. Now, you may have read the news that we're about to give out the state of New York's about to grant three bricks-and-mortar casino licenses within the state. Uh, a lot of people think Yonkers Raceway will get one. A lot of people think Resorts World Aqueduct is going to get one. There's talk that Steve Cohen may get one. Uh, you know, obviously on uh, the property in Flushing, there's thoughts that there's a, a big group in uh, Brooklyn, Coney Island that wants one, right? Do you know what the price tag is for one of those three licenses? I just saw this yesterday. The price tag? Yeah, I, like, I could like, no you, idea. You got to write a check. Yeah. So, and I'm, I, I saw this and I'm pretty well informed, obviously, because of my past. If you want the license for the bricks and mortar casino, it's just for the license. This is the license. This then is you got to build the place. Now you got to build the damn. Right. Now, to be fair, Yonkers has already built the raceway. Right. Uh, you know, Resorts has already built. They just have to reconfigure. You're know, putting table games in there, and it's all this is. This is about table games, right? All right, because they can you know sports wagering's here. All right, the price tag is five hundred million dollars. Jeez. So that's $1.5 billion, 500 times three, for the three licenses that are going to be awarded in the state of New York. Where's, in our all, area. That, where's all that money going? That's a great question. I mean, that's a lot of freaking money. Yeah. What are we doing with it? Uh, not what we should be doing with it, but it's there. $1.5 billion, that's just for the license. That's got nothing to do with the tax that's going to come in right. from all the gambling and winnings. Crazy, That's right? That's a crazy amount of money. Yeah, so I just thought you should know that. $27 billion wagered last year in New York and New Jersey. Uh, the guys will give you picks on the playoff weekend. Evan won the regular season. I'm sorry, for week 18, I apologize. Excuse me, I didn't win the regular season. I you didn't? dominated the regular season. Well, you got one week left uh, for the guys to try to get We uh, could pick every game on the board. I could get every game wrong. Lukey could get every game right. And it would still be oh, is it over. That bad? Right, so Evan's the champion of the regular season, but the guys will give you their picks regardless. If you're going to wager, have a plan, stick to your plan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.